This is Caps This Morning with John Walton and Ben Raby on Caps Radio 24-7. It's the Capitals and the New Jersey Devils tonight downtown. The latest on Martin Ferravari's lower body injury and Bailey Johnson from the Washington Post will join us. Good morning, everybody. Today is Tuesday, February 20th. Welcome to Caps this morning here on Caps Radio 24-7. Back at home tonight at 7th and F. The Capitals hoping to start stringing some wins together after posting a regulation victory in Montreal on Saturday night. New Jersey in town this evening, the fourth and final meeting of the year between the two teams, and there are not a lot of Metropolitan Division games left for the men of Spencer Carberry. March 1st at home against Philadelphia, March 22nd at home against Carolina, April 4th in D.C. against Pittsburgh, April 5 at Carolina, and the last game of the season, April 16th in Philadelphia. That's it. Five games left inside the division, all done for the year with the Rangers, Islanders, Blue Jackets, and after tonight, New Jersey. The Devs start play tonight four points ahead of Washington, both in the Metro and the East race. And the Devils two points back of the eight spot. The Caps are six back. Pretty clear it's as close to a must-win game in regulation as you can have in the month of February for the home team tonight. We got a little bit more news on Martin Ferravari yesterday. Coach Carberry telling Assembled Media he's out week to week with a lower body injury, but he did clarify it was in the one to two week range. The Capitals are going to miss his skating ability this week with games against the Devils, Lightning, and Panthers in quick succession. It was an optional skate in Arlington yesterday, albeit a well-attended one. Should be a full skate this morning, which should give us a good idea of the lines and details for the game against the Diablos this evening. As the Capitals prepare for tonight's game against New Jersey, we welcome Bailey Johnson from the Post back with us this morning on the win in Montreal. Some lengthy goal droughts ending. Who fills in for Ferravari and a tough week ahead with a trip upcoming to Tampa Bay and Florida. Well, Bailey, thanks for joining us. A big goal for TJ Oshie, big win for the team in Montreal, and now coming home against New Jersey. But a lot of things that felt pretty good. Spencer Carberry pretty happy about the way things went, and Capitals two points they had to have in that game. They absolutely had to win that game, and they didn't make it very easy for themselves. They didn't really get to take a deep breath at any point, even after Alexi Protus scored what stood as the game winner. They had to kill a penalty down the stretch. John Carlson blocked basically an open net with the final seconds of the game. So they fought hard for it. TJ Oshie described it is scratching and clawing, which maybe isn't what you want to see against a team of Montreal's caliber, but the two points still count, and it was a game they absolutely had to have. Alexei Protus, it had been a while, 30 games going back to December 7th, but he gets the game-winning goal, and the hope would be that now that he's gotten one, maybe for he and for Connor McMichael and for Beck Malenstein, all who had lengthy droughts in recently, they all contributing here as we move forward. Yeah, I think back to that game against Vancouver where Protus could have had three or four goals if he just had a little bit more of a finishing touch, and he told me end of last week that he knows knows what he needs to do. He knows what his game looks like when he's playing well. It's just a matter of doing it consistently and getting into those scoring areas. And that's exactly what he did on that goal. He was there at the net front to capitalize on the rebound, which is something you want to see from somebody of his size and him using his body to get to that part of the ice. So hopefully that gets him going. He certainly hopes so. And it's a huge monkey off his back to get that one after a really long drought. Schedule, maybe not what it was coming out of the break, but certainly not easy this week with New Jersey coming in for this one now. A Devils team coming off a big win outside. And then the trip to Florida when we get to here in a moment, but 
with Jack Hughes and a team that seems to be surging right now. Certainly not the easiest of tasks taking on New Jersey here. Yeah, they're getting on a little bit of a roll. They played really well in that outdoor game against the Flyers. And I think the Flyers are a pretty good team that are hard to play against. And the Devils kind of just rolled right over them. So that's not maybe what the Capitals want to see heading into Tuesday's game. They played well in New Jersey the two times they've been up there, but got to be honest, smoked by the Devils in the game back here in D.C. So final game of the series against them this year. The Capitals, as you said, need to string some wins together, need to pick up points. Tough task ahead of them with Jack Hughes back. I do think the Devils goaltending can be a little bit shaky. So if the Caps are able to get the offense going the way they have, that would be a bonus. But they're going to have to take a lead. They're going to have to control the game. And those are things they've struggled with lately. And with the Devils, we've talked about this, but not for a while. There aren't many divisional games left. This is one that you got to have, not just because you need the points, but you need the points because of who you're playing against, too. Exactly. I feel like it's the first time in forever they've played a Metro Division opponent. They don't play another one for a little bit after. So as they try to pick up these points and try to get everything they can, picking up extra points against teams in your division is huge. Looking ahead to later this week, there was a game over the weekend while we were traveling. They were Florida face Tampa Bay, and the Panthers absolutely killed them, 9-2. to two. I see that as bad on two different levels. Tampa Bay certainly needs to get their act together. Well, that's where we'll be on Thursday night. And then Saturday, Florida might be going as as well as anybody. They're into first place now in the Atlantic Division. They've even passed Boston, so obviously a trip to Florida that's a little bit of a murderer's row again. Absolutely. Tampa has struggled a little bit this year, and they're kind of still trying to find their footing in some ways. They've had some injuries, so maybe the Capitals can catch them a little bit and take advantage of that, but they're going to be an angry team after what Florida did to them the other night, and that's never what you want, walking into a building where you have to win on the road. And then Florida, I mean, the Cavs have actually played pretty well against them. The one in Florida got away from them at the end, but they were right in it for a while. Got away for them a little bit there at the end, but I thought the first couple periods they were right in it. They took the lead in that game, but Florida's playing as well as anybody right now. I was just listening to the 32 Thoughts podcast, and Elliot Friedman said he thinks they're the best team in the East, and it's not hard to see why. They've got strong goaltending. They're deep all the way through their lineup. The Caps have seen them several times and know what they have to offer, which is both good and bad. They know what they can do against them to stay close, and they also have seen it, what happens when it gets away from you. Felt like when we were there, they were a team that didn't get off to the best of starts, but had the swagger of a team that was in the final last year and that's not going to be an easy one come Saturday night. It's also not going to be easy to live life without Martin Faravari as he is out of the lineup after getting injured in the Montreal game. This is going to be a bit of a rotating cast of characters again and your best skating defenseman isn't going to be part of it here for a bit. That's not good news. No, it's really not. I think about how Spencer Carberry knocked on wood the other morning when he was talking about Sonny Milano coming back into the lineup and how they were really fully healthy pretty much for the first time all year other than Backstrom and Kuznetsov being in the player assistance program. They had otherwise a full lineup, and he knocked on wood when he said it, and then the next game they lose Martin Faravari, which is a huge loss for them. He's played really well this year alongside John Carlson. Like you said, they're best skating defensemen, and they've got some skating teams coming in with New Jersey and Florida's a skating team too, so to not have Marty for those games is going to be a huge blow. It will be probably a rotating cast. I wonder if Alex Alexiev gets back in as a left shot, and they liked what he did in the games that he played right out of for the All-Star break, so see if that gets him an opportunity. They've got Ethan Bear waiting in the wings, who has shown that he can be serviceable out there and maybe has a little more to offer than he's shown so far. So getting an extended run might give him an opportunity to show off some things, but they're going to need some guys on defense to step up in this stretch. Last one for you, the bottom six. We talked about
that a little bit in Montreal where Max Pacioretty is down there, Tom Wilson is down there. It's been kind of an interesting spread of the 12 forwards here. We thought in the Colorado game, defensively, you needed a stopper. You put Wilson with Dowd and Malenstein. We saw it again for the top line in Montreal, wondering if that's something we may see a little bit more of. And Scarbosa skating with Pacioretty, that seems to be something that could stick a little bit too, especially when Brodus gets a goal and the other lines don't seem to be moving a whole lot. Yeah, and I think Spencer Carberry liked that Scarbosa line with Pacioretty and Milano in the Montreal game. They got the goal from Sonny Milano, and they thought they played well all night. They didn't get a ton of five-on-five ice time, but when they did, they controlled their minutes and had an impact. Montreal really went after the matchup of the Suzuki line against the Strom line, which is something that in the game against Colorado, Spencer Carberry used Nick Dowd's line with Tom Wilson to match up against McKinnon, so I would expect to keep that line the same at home. They can use it against the Devils and against some of their top players when they're more able to control those matchups. Tom Wilson's had a tough year offensively, and I don't think he has a goal in a while now at this point. So to get him playing with those guys in just a north-south game, he can play heavy hockey, use his defensive skills, and not have to worry so much about the offense, but be able to chip in if it's there. Might help him get on a roll. I feel like that line's played pretty well when they've been together. And it's a little bit of an interesting matchup to see Tom Wilson down there with Dowd and Malenstein, but it's worked so far. And like you said, with the other lines finding some chemistry, at this point, it's hard to see them mixing that up. Might see a lot of Jack Hughes tonight. We'll have to see. Bailey, appreciate this. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Before the trip south, a lot of speed to contend with tonight with New Jersey in town. That's Bailey Johnson from the Post. It's the Capitals and the New Jersey Devils this evening at 7 Eastern, 645 airtime on 1067 A Fan and always right here on Caps Radio 24-7. Heard for free at CapsRadio247.com. Have a great game day Tuesday, everybody. For the latest on the Capitals and hockey news around the clock. Let's go, Caps! Tune in to Caps Radio 24-7. Listen online via the Capitals mobile app at CapsRadio247.com or ask Alexa to play Caps Radio 24-7 on TuneIn.